0: Dude, we didn't <laughs>
1: get it to this juicy part yet but like some <laughs> videos that i was making for this guy for his channel is like we i have all the back end stats for this channel and uh, all the videos were getting like 10,000 20,000 and he's like oh oh yeah peter like the videos are doing well and then i'm looking at all the views i'm like wait a minute all of his fans are from russia or india i'm like what the fuck <laughs> so when i say fast cars fast money as well as I'm selling you a course that ends in nine ninety seven, was the first thing that come to your mind. In this exclusive Broke the Habit podcast, I will be talking about my own experience working for a fake guru, how I was essentially manipulated, lied to, and working in this weird environment that I did not know existed beforehand. Looking back, I was so naive. So in this exclusive broke the habit podcast, I will bring on my coworker and we'll be sharing our own experience of what it's like to work for this fake guru world and open, really opened my eyes when it came to digital marketing. So today I have my lovely pet here, I mean coworker, and, uh, we're going to be talking about our own experiences working for a fake guru, and what it was like working for the past year and a half. How did you find the position and job for this person?
0: Yeah, so I was coming off of about a year of doing um, freelance writing, Um, and that was basically my first um, just graduated college um, and was just trying to get my you know get my foot in the door and get started uh, making a career out of writing um, so basically when I came across um, came across the job posting it was a very much an entry level position offering like was it on Craigslist <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't remember if it was Craigslist probably frankly because that's you know where yeah. you go when you're. <laughs> desperate as fuck yeah, yeah. exactly <laughs> when your prospects aren't that great um beggars can't be choosers um and yeah so it seemed you know entry-level position training provided kind of clicked around on his uh on, found the website and that kind of stuff and from the outside knowing absolutely nothing about like digital marketing and the whole nine yards was like yeah it looked i mean it looked like a good website it looked like buddy knew what he was doing um very slick design, all that kind of stuff. So yeah, got made the, <laughs> submitted the resume and the, wait, no, hold on. Now that you mentioned I don't even think there was a resume. I think we submitted a video application. Yeah, we had
1: to do a video process. That's
0: right. And send in like a
1: one minute video of yourself about XYZ. And then
0: do you remember, did, did you have like a Zoom interview beforehand or no? No, I just got called, uh, s- submitted the video and just got called in okay what the hell because
1: uh you don't know this or but i had to go through like a zoom interview first and i remember him scheduling a meeting with me and i thought it was his team because every time he replied in his emails it was always be like team this guy so i'm like okay it's it's not him it's a there's a bunch of people working before him and then i remember jumping on zoom and I see this dude and it's super backlit. I don't see a goddamn thing. It's just like this really cheap apartment, and you see this big window with like these like really shitty blinds, and I and all I see is a shadow, and I'm like, something was fishy. Anyways, so you go and get scheduled down to uh, the office, and uh, what was your first?
0: Yeah, thoughts? we need that's we need to talk about the office. So. <laughs> Did it's, you think it was his? Do you think it was his? Yeah. Yes. So we get, you know, I'm on my way downtown in my my nicest getup I could possibly afford yeah. at the time, which wasn't much. Um, <laughs> and like, yeah, right in the, the downtown core, I mean, the, in a building that's brand new, like super tall high rise built next to a heritage, like the heritage building and just f- elevators, super fancy, just reeks of money, right? get up uh, to the floor or whatever walk in beautiful looking office people buzzing around everywhere walk up to the secretary tell her i'm uh, <laughs> uh tell her i'm looking for the interview with uh with so and so um, and she's like yeah he's not here yet um but just like you know just grab a seat and uh, he'll be here in a couple minutes um in this boardroom behind us i'm like okay cool so i'm sitting down and there's, they're getting beers out and people are buzzing around and, you know, I think it was a Friday or a Thursday or something. Um, And it was, I was sitting there like, you know, damn, it's like one o'clock on a Friday afternoon and everyone's shutting down for beers. Like, this is going to be a great place to work. Um, Everyone's chatting with me and all this kind of stuff. So yeah, I was one hundred percent convinced that this was this guy's office and company. Like this was the the place I was going to be looking. When did you at? figure it out? It was a co working space. Uh, um. Yeah. Quick. Quickly. So, and then the interview started. We get in the with the boardroom. So he's late, of course. Um, should have been like red flag number one. <laughs> But when he does show up, you're there with the camera and we get down well, that's, the, that's, that's what that's when I meet you for the first time. First time, Yes. That was when our uh, <laughs> our acquaintances began. Yeah. Um and I believe he had told me coming in like to the interview that it was gonna be recorded. Oh, yeah. Um, which <sighs> I think I think I can I think we could probably say this like I was desperate for the job at the time so I was went we all pretty, were every yeah, single one of us one of us that's that's how he got us so I was willing to say yes to anything right um, <laughs> and yeah after like after the interview went down um, I don't think. I don't think it was until I saw the room that it all clicked into place, and I don't remember if I saw it that in that first interview or if that happened the first day I came in. Um, just so, just to segue for all the viewers: Yeah, is that
1: he had us interview in this big, big, like this, like ten chair boardroom. This view of like the city you can look out through these window glass, and you're like, "Wow, this is really fancy shit." And this is where I met my coworker, and I was actually filming. This and uh, segue is that when I was actually filmed for the position, hired for the position, I was like a full-time videographer role, and the funny part is, is I had to even record my own interview, and I'm like, what, what's going on? I had to put my uh, camera at the corner of the table while he was there, and was sh- I have video of me on the internet somewhere signing paperwork. Um, so you talk to him and in the interview you see me and then okay you shake hands blah 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 and then what was the, your thought process afterwards?
0: Uh, well, I mean a I will I will just say that that one of the most like awkward things was like, Shaking your hand, saying hi, and then proceeding to try to absolutely ignore you for the rest of the process. <laughs> um, like, don't mind me; I'm just in the corner. I'm not yeah, here. it's like I'm de- just 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 ignore that guy uh, with the giant camera pointing at you. No,
1: no, but fun fact though, I like I I knew if they were like a decent person, if they said hi to me. Because there's just like three, four other people, that just completely ignore me. I'm like, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, I'm. <laughs> so glad you passed the you. vibe check. <laughs> uh,
0: excellent, excellent. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, from talking like through the interview process, the impression I got was this was so with him, it was. I know this this came up so many times. Um, the uh, it was hard to tell how old the guy was, um, <laughs> but he did come across like someone who knew his stuff. Uh, he said all the right things. I got the impression I was going to like basically learn how to be a copywriter directly from this guy. He had an established team that he was already using that he was just looking to expand. So I was going to have like. Or have different offices in, like New York and LA. Yeah, exactly. And he was, exactly. He, had, he was spread like internationally. And I mean, I guess international Canada and the US. Um, and then like I figured, yeah, there'd be some other you know, other writers and copywriters that I could work with and learn from and all this kind of stuff. So up and basically up until the actual work started, the, everything came off really well with the mm-hmm. caveat that I, you know, knew absolutely nothing about the industry at the time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then you figured out he was my age
1: and younger than you.
0: <laughs> Did I tell you? I think I told you. I was like, I Hey, can't... guess. <laughs> yeah, I know we played the guessing game. Um, and i thought he was at least i I don't remember what i said but i i remember thinking he was at least as old as me um Mm -hmm. if not older but not the case so then
1: you go home how how do you think the interview went if you remember
0: i scored the job i I mean with me and most with most interviews i i usually feel like i blew them initially Mm -hmm. regardless of how well they went um I knew I didn't, wasn't bringing a whole lot to the table in the sense of like experience and stuff like that. Um, but like, I mean, so I don't know, as far as whether I thought I had got it or not, I wasn't, wasn't super confident one way or another, but I know I heard back from him like almost immediately. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. and so there wasn't a whole lot of time to like think it through (laughs) or, you know, apply for other positions or whatever. Um, so I don't know what the, (laughs) <laughs> with the caliber of the other people he was bringing in or if I was just the first but
1: um... uh, I actually know the story to that so uh, there were at least two other people and then he decided to bring you on as the third one. I think one thing I do have props for him is he's good at fighting the right people. Good people.
0: Yeah, well. <laughs>
1: I mean yeah you <laughs> sort know of, but...
0: sort of no, you're right because yeah, the team that we had there was was actually a really good team of people for the most part um (laughs) but yeah
1: okay so uh he emails you back you get the job congratulations xyz and then your first day of work do you remember yeah he he brings he brings you down he meets you somewhere okay tell us that
0: (laughs) um the well to to your point with the whole like bring your own camera to work thing that was one thing that was immediately immediately like a red flag was like I was still need-
1: like I was so naive. I'm like, I'm using all my money, I'm using all my equipment. And it's like, anyways,
0: yeah. Yeah. So it is like, it's like, you're gonna need to bring your own laptop if you're gonna work yeah. for me. And I was like, I don't even have a laptop. But I did have, because I was like super, super lucky, I think, was this cr- <laughs> Chromebook that I had like yeah. got from a bank, like as like a raffle prize or something. Yeah. Like I opened an account and they gave me this thing. And it had that became a- your
1: workstation for the next year. Yeah, exactly.
0: Um, <laughs> and uh, it ran Word uh, and Google Docs, and that's all I figured I needed. So, anyways, that was. I mean, that bring that. Up. And then you meet him in the lobby, or do you meet him in the? I. Okay, so he brought me in. I believe it was the Labor Day weekend. Um, oh, yeah. I had that's the, the in- follow up, right? The follow up. Yeah, the first day actually in the. Um, in the office not that is
1: illegal by the way guys to i have your employees work on a freaking holiday i did not know that and he's yeah. like I, I remember he asked me another co-worker hey can, can you can you guys come in i'm like uh it's a holiday you know that right he's like uh maybe just for half the day but anyways
0: continue <laughs> yeah so um i think yeah exactly like i think that interview was on like the, the first interview was on a thursday or friday and then the yeah. monday which was a stat holiday yeah um had me come in for like half a or just to get started or something yeah Um, yeah.
1: you get into the his office which is next to the freaking washrooms
0: (laughs) yes right next to them and
1: then uh your
0: thoughts um it's this tiny little broom closet um like no windows just just this tiny little misshapen office. Like it's got a weird shape. It's not even like a totally usable room or whatever. And that was odd, but you know, just, just whatever. Um, So I think we powered through signing forms. I think you were there recording it. (laughs) And uh, the whole time since this building is shut down, it's, it's like sweltering hot in this this building. No air conditioning, no airflow. No one's supposed to be in. So immediately just uncomfortable. <laughs> um, and then, man, the, like, the hammer really dropped when after we were done signing that stuff and he's like, yeah, let me show you to your office. I'm like, okay, cool. So we could do this jog like around, like basically as far on this floor that you could go from where his office was to another mystery door. And as yeah. soon as that door opened, that's like the whole, the whole thing just fell apart. Um, Cause it was a just slightly bigger closet with six to give you like six feet. It was like six by six. <laughs> yeah. Not even five by five. I want to say it was like five by six or something. Cause I don't oh my God. I think it was a little bit longer than it was wide, but yeah. Yeah. No windows just. Yeah. And uh, it was me, you, This other, another coworker. So there's three people in this,
1: essentially the size of like a, like a restaurant bathroom.
0: Yeah. And the, and the boss is talking about adding what, two or three more people to this room. And and eventually that happened. happened. That did happen. And at this, at that point, immediately I knew that I had been totally hoodwinked, that this was not His office. This was a shared, Mm -hmm. you know, a a shared rental office space. Those, his secretary was not his secretary. Those people I was chatting with were not Mm -hmm. his employees, and no one Mm -hmm. even knew who this guy was. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: So basically, what I should have done was just walked out (laughs) right Mm -hmm. then and there, but I didn't. And that's why we're having this conversation. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So let's talk about like, do you remember your
1: first week of work?
0: Yep. (laughs) (laughs) um it was a weird mix of like talking with the boss about like i remember he basically handed me an assignment for like for a client and was kind of just did like just do this just go and and do what you do like do however you think is best and then we'll go over it and he'll he'll teach me what i've done wrong and stuff right which is fine um Mm -hmm. So that's what I did. And basically the kind of the whole first week was a bunch of going besides awkward recording stuff, which. uh... (laughs) So I,
1: so it's just, so to let the people know for every meeting, I needed content to film. So I would literally go on these private meetings and film him during his own client meetings, as well as all my coworkers meetings. So that was really awkward.
0: Yeah. And like, I don't know if it's worth, going into like what the nature of his business kind of is like as it was my job description is like was laid out to me it was like i was going to be writing two kinds of copy basically mm-hmm. um stuff for his clients and then stuff mm-hmm. for his his own brand building um stuff mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. what all this video content you mm-hmm. were filming was for mm-hmm. um so in that it just that made It wasn't any less awkward being filmed all the time, but at least I, you know, at least there was like a business excuse for it kind of deal. Mm -hmm. You know, as we started doing more work and I started getting more, having more questions for him and more in-depth stuff, I think, I don't even think it took the full week before I went from doing a kind of a one-on-one mentorship, (laughs) oh man, it's funny to call it that, um, into immediately just getting Google links sent to me. And not, mm. even like, not even like a website from a Google search. I mean, like the Google search URL sent to me. I would ask him a question and, and that's what I would get sent back to me was just the list of Google search results. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then between in that first week, between talking with you and the other fella. I remember like, <laughs> uh, like me and the other coworker
1: is like, should should we tell them or just let them figure it out slowly and start sprinkling like, hey, what do you think of the work?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Talking about the whole like working on a stat day thing, I'm pretty sure that came up in the first week with us Mm -hmm. just Mm -hmm. chatting where I was like, because I think I asked that question. I was like, so you guys were getting like paid or banked hours or time and a half or something for that, right? And you both were like, no. (laughs) It's like, uh, and what... Guys, no 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 no. <laughs> we have labor laws in this province.
1: I remember, I remember in, in in that office you became our uh, employment lawyer. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so, yeah,
0: that's why I was by taking my me, like, and him,
1: me and the other core did not know shit. We're so like naive and like
0: um so you first
1: week you catch on and then do you remember the week after you're like I'm I'm, I'm just going to work for this guy and just kind of <laughs> find out a new job or I'm going to stick it out for a couple months. Well,
0: I remember the first the first bit was rough in the sense that to make ends meet in this town, like I was essentially making minimum wage uh, with him. Mm-hmm. And I had to have. We both were. We both. Yeah. I it's like, I was going to say, I'm pretty I sure remember, we.
1: I remember you had a part time, and I, I was still a cook man. I remember, like, I had to still work on the weekends.
0: Yeah, exactly. I was still doing, um, basically, doing like not freelance, but working for my old construction job. Yeah. Yeah. Weekends, after hours, just all the, just to make ends meet.
1: But uh, speaking of uh, wages, that was a good segue into the next portion. Is um, do you remember your first paycheck? <sighs> have... or, or 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 should I rephrase that? Or
0: do you remember the first payday that you didn't get paid? <laughs> yeah, oh, I definitely remember that. I, I remember the as far as the first paycheck stuff goes, like I remember the scheduling was really screwy. Yeah, um, I worked for a lot of different folks and a lot of like even some sketchy people, but this, it was like what by twice a month based on the day that you started your, yeah. Employment. So it's like how it
1: worked. It was like by the day that you were hired, it was like every 15 days. And there was only three of us in this closet. And it's like, this person got hired this date. I got hired this date and my coworker, my lovely dog over here got hired this third date. So it's like, we wouldn't get paid on the same day. So we had to like Every single day, it was different. We, we had to, I remember on the weekend, that we would make a bet. I'm like, so who's, who's actually going to get paid this week? Because my payday was tomorrow. His payday was the next day. This guy's was the next. It was just a fucking clusterfuck. And then eventually, it's like every time we actually did get paid, we didn't get paid. We would get paid in like checks. And do you remember the time that you got paid in change? You want to explain <laughs> to folks what happened there?
0: <laughs> yeah. So there was one time where, for I I don't remember the context around it I I don't know if you do or not no but I do remember there was I don't know if he just didn't have a check on him that day or if the amount was wrong or something but yeah I was uh (laughs) one day I got paid by being handed an envelope basically full of small bills and literal change and I was just abs my mind was absolutely blown it's like what I thought you had an accountant. Like you keep talking about having this accountant and like this, yeah. weird, this weird paid structure date thing you have set up as your accountants doing. And now, but now you're here handing me like no, no receipt for it. No pay stub. We don't have no pay stub for pay our stuff. first year. It's going to no pay stub at all. And yeah. I just this random fistful of cash. I'm Where's like, this number coming from? <laughs> exactly. It's like, um, Okay.
1: And then the, the funny thing is like a year after we got these numbers, remember this and around the, the, the fiscal year. So like April, and then we have to like go and figure out our own taxes. And then the number that he calculated for us via his third party accountant was wrong. And then I was like, I was missing money. It was <laughs> such a freaking headache.
0: The whole, headache. yeah, the whole, I think that'll, the whole thing was a mess. Um, if he, if he had an accountant, like they weren't, he wasn't paying them very much or something or he yeah. was the world's worst accountant, but I'm like 95% sure, at least in those early days, especially it was just him because none mm-hmm. of that stuff made sense. Mm-hmm. And also on his whole, the biggest factor with all of us is like, he would never
1: pay us. And even after when there was like six of us in that four by five room, there's still weeks. We wouldn't get paid for like weeks. And some people had to pay rent.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah, like, no.
1: Remember those days.
0: There was, yeah, because we, we used to have like, t- we used to have like a countdown timer and stuff like that for like, well, how many days is it going to be? Like, how many days yeah. late is it going to be this time? Uh, that's like a week. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> oh, man. Two weeks. So, so many awkward. Or it'd be like, oh, oh, yeah, that's what it was. How many times, how many times were the banks just closed? Oh, yeah, the the banks, they don't do on weekends. They don't, they don't s- do on
1: weekends but soon to find out you can freaking do direct deposit like on the
0: weekends after work for real companies. <laughs> exactly. It was like, I've, I've worked for, I've had direct deposit for years before and sometimes it might get delayed because of like a stat thing. Like yeah. on a, it might, that might happen like once or twice a year, but this was like every other week there was some excuse why the bank c- couldn't, couldn't deposit our money. And then he would need to e-transfer each one of us individually. And
1: he was like dumb enough to think that we wouldn't be in communication so it's like i would get the first one in the morning and then everyone else would slowly get their trickle of (laughs) e-transfers
0: it'd be be so dumb oh man yeah there was there was definitely no like payroll software involved or anything like that this was just this guy just i don't know just trying to stay ahead of his financial commitments just yeah man it was like okay you know it was the rep for this for the client uh who had called Mm -hmm. and there was a major problem with the copy that had been like submitted or published um and it was the guy was like furious like we're talking like you're about to be fired from this client kind of furious Mm -hmm. um so the project manager gives our boss a little jingle to like yo, get in here on this call um to help us do some damage control, right? Now, normally this would be something I would be sweating about, except this, because of the, this was an established client who was like a really big name and a big deal. He, our boss was smart enough to not have me working on that because I'm brand new. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna go take a little break while I don't want to be in this meeting. Um, I think, did all of us leave, get like, leave the office for that or was it just me? I don't recall, doesn't matter. so I went out, went for, you know, let their meeting finish or whatever. And I think I went grabbed a coffee or whatever. And then. like comes into the room. Yeah. He came into, yeah. He came into the room. It, they start doing their damage control or whatever. And I'm standing outside. These is, you know, it's a shared workspace. So the walls are paper thin. Um, so I can hear everything that's going on. And he immediately throws me under the bus for saying like, look, I just hired this new copywriter and, you know, he's, he's, he's brand new. And uh, you know, this kind of like, just that kind of whole kind of nine yards and I'm standing there just like realizing what just happened. Um, and so furious. So, I remember you were so pissed. Like you walked out of that it, when you got I, home. I, was like, I remember. I literally had to, I literally went for like, I think a, at least half an hour I like got out of the building and just yeah. kind of paced around I had to go for a walk yeah yeah paced around harbor harbor front trying to calm myself down and really negotiate with myself on whether i just quit this job right then and there yeah <laughs> um so then eventually i decided i wouldn't quit but i would confront him about it yeah um <laughs> and so i came back in and uh and i did uh, i went I I think I I don't think I went immediately right into his office. I think I talked to you guys briefly or first or something, but yeah, went, went over to him and uh, went into his office and totally called him out on it. I basically was like, yo, I heard that, you know, full well, that I didn't do that, that I didn't write that copy. And he's gets on the defensive, like unbelievable. Like, Oh, well, no, no, no. I was just panicking. I really like, uh, you know, it was totally unexpected. He was really mad. And and I thought it was something you did. And now I called him a liar. Yeah, <laughs> to b- back way back, Seg. I'm like,
1: was that the same week that I yelled at him for for like me? I remember complaining to him and yelling him of like, "There's no real business. You're using all my
0: camera gear." Do you it's, remember that? I or? I remember that. I think it was like back was, to back. It was really close because I think this came also came up with the the KPI stuff, um, yeah. where like you were being he was going to be evaluating. Your performance on like videos, like an output or something, on, stupid. On, on factors that he was manipulating himself. So, this guy, oh, was, yeah, <laughs> okay, it, we didn't get he... it to this juicy part yet.
1: But, like, the <laughs> videos that I was making for this guy for his channel is like, we I have all the back end stats for this channel, and uh, all the videos were getting like 10,000, 20,000. And he's like, oh, oh, yeah, Peter, like the videos are doing well. And then I'm looking at all the views, I'm like, wait a minute, all of this, fans are from russia or india i'm like what the fuck <laughs> and, and they all spike up in one day and just die afterwards
0: and At, sorry yeah it's like the, yeah. the the views to like ratios were like yeah. off the chart like shit you just do not see yeah ever.
1: so i so, so i remember confronting him about it it's like you think your fans are real like you think do you think i'm
0: dumb <laughs> <laughs> because yeah wasn't he like basing he's gonna be like well yeah we'll look at your performance based on like view time and how the yeah. views increase over time and it was the stuff that he was buying himself to pump yeah. his own numbers and as soon and as like you, yeah trying to got, trick
1: us about it. It, it and
0: yeah and that's i believe that's what triggered you as soon as you figured you figured that out you were like wait what the fuck <laughs> yeah and then i remember yelling at him and then
1: like you need to buy me a camera like i'm using all my gear like what the fuck is going on and then it's the same week that my coworker over here yelled at him for fighting that stuff. So it was like back to back. And then I remember I had a one-on-one meeting afterwards. He's like, Peter, you know what? That's not professional, right? That's not how
0: you should talk to people. I, I, was, I remember you had the same talk too. <laughs> I, yeah. Cause he said the same, exactly that. Like after, <laughs> after I blew up on him the next day, yeah. first thing I think it was, yeah. he calls me into the office and is like, exactly that. Like, you know, that wasn't, you were really emotional. That wasn't very professional. Yeah. And I remember yeah. looking at him and being like, you thought that was emotional? Like, that was me calm man like the only reason i'm still here is because i settled down (laughs) it's like (laughs) and and the thing about that the funny thing is it's like even
1: though he like came at me like yeah like true i maybe i was held emotional but um guess what because of me i got my camera like literally the next the week of he's like okay i'm gonna look up the camera send me the stuff send me the camera send me the computer because we're all using our computers and then i think thanks to me i think i have some credit to this everyone else eventually got (laughs) imax
0: yeah and that's man here that's another one though like eventually a lot of the stuff we did basically bully him into it yeah you can't run a business like this if you're trying to run a real business and even then he managed to make the wrong move most of the time like everywhere that i've worked since if they're supplying you with (laughs) with something unless you're like literally working in design it's probably going to be a laptop and mm-hmm. this guy, which makes sense. And this guy buys IMAX. <laughs> yeah, I'm
1: like, what the hell did he do with six IMAX now, dude? <laughs> Anyways, that, we're jumping way ahead of the story. Sorry, okay, yeah, gonna... yeah. <laughs> So we, we yell at him. He gets the stuff back and forth. He throws his, his own employees in front of clients. So let's say, do you remember the time that we started to figure out, like we started to question, I remember like, we would stop working for him and taking him serious. I remember you would play, uh, what is it? Not, not League, StarCraft. <laughs> <You> play, <laughs> we play StarCraft for days, and I'm like, this, this is not a real job, man. <laughs> like, what's going on?
0: I know it really like. There was a point where, um, after I once once I had gotten the ball rolling with a bunch of his client stuff, like his actual clients, um there we got to the point where he was trying to build up his the webs the content for his own website right and this was a lot of how to digital marketing content yeah um so we had we put a you know he put you put we all put together kind of a plan for figuring out what the site was going to be and what kind of content was going to be on it was gonna it to be this academy to learn stuff <laughs> yes exactly um <laughs> and uh so we it made sense to start with the you know with the things that he had in house already uh which was going to be like video and copy um so with the copy thing he was like okay these are going to be like whatever the eight different sections of copywriting we're going to cover i'm like sweet you then you and me boss (laughs) need to sit down and like you explain to me what this stuff is and then we can put a script together no he wasn't having any of that it was like no 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 you go figure out what are copywriting best practices? How do you write for a landing page? What's a good head? Like what makes a yeah. good headline, et cetera, et cetera. And I was, I literally, I like think I said to him, I'm like, well, wasn't it make more sense for like, you're the expert here. So-called Should- expert. Yeah. And then, and then I believe after one of those meetings I walked down from the boardroom cause he used to love to have all of his meetings in that fancy upstairs boardroom. Yeah. yeah. Um, I walked down, <laughs> walked down into our little closet and, uh, looked over at you and uh, our other our other buddy there and was just like i'm not writing this guy's course for him if he thinks i'm gonna write his course for him he is sadly mistaken mm-hmm. and it turns out i was wrong because i did end up writing a very small part of it mm-hmm. but the only mm-hmm. part of that entire academy that ever went live
1: i remember like the videos like he would film it as is and then i remember he hired a project manager that eventually got more of his shit on top for us but Mm -hmm. then i remember that he was writing the the scripts for his videos the day of and they're so
0: full of shit and it just all just blew apart do you do you remember do you remember the whole like his his whole like you always want to be what was it you always want to be like the smallest potato in the room
1: or something stupid
0: or wait no you want to be the wait that doesn't really make sense and he was like having this conversation he was like watching an edit that you made like a finished video and he's like i don't remember this he's like what i'm saying doesn't really make sense does it and we're i think like you and me do this like side glance like (laughs) you don't gotta tell us bud we eventually worked for this guy
1: for a year and a half there's a bunch of side stories from this you know this is where i met my ex-girlfriend fun fact and uh we we Formed a good bond for hating this guy a lot and we all slowly trickled one by one of us we eventually figured out that this guy wasn't all that he meant out to be and it made me very cynical in terms of the digital marketing world how eventually i remember his websites were exact copies of other people's everything was just like a drag and drop and steal and uh what were your thoughts on this of being him a certain salesman
0: I mean, yeah, the, the guy is a snake snake oil salesman, and one of the one of the big lessons from that is just to understand how easy it is to manipulate, like how you appear from the outside online and stuff like that. Like, don't get me wrong, this there's an entire market out there for like scam digital marketing strategies mm-hmm. for digital marketers, like mm-hmm. selling advice that doesn't work. To folks within any industry, is a mm-hmm. business model, and we were basically a, a part of a small part of something like that, um, <laughs> and that is not it's not easy to respect a boss when you realize that not only is he trying to like hoodwink his clients, but he's trying to do it to you too. <laughs> and there was no, I know we said this so many times. It was like, man, we're we're behind the curtain with you. You don't need you don't need to like. your own employees yeah like like we can see we're doing the dirty work yeah we can see what's going on here but don't don't act like we don't or like we Mm -hmm. can't um Mm -hmm. (laughs) so on a more positive note like what did you learn
1: and has it helped you to where you are today
0: oh i mean oh that's like (laughs) like most difficult experiences uh you learn the most from them learn the most for them and um as bad as it was in a lot of cases, yeah, I definitely learned a ton. Um, I learned how to actually do copywriting through, I mean, a, a lot of trial and error. Um, sorry, sorry, former clients. Um, <laughs> <laughs> at least they slowly got better over time. But it definitely gave me the skill set I needed. Like I picked up the skill sets and the um, you know the experience I needed to to make that next step in my career. So that yeah. was that was great. I think honestly though, the real lesson was just or the the biggest lesson was what to look out for and what is in an employer and what red flags are worth paying attention to and which ones like you should absolutely just Mm -hmm. turn around and run. (laughs) So how I equate this is like getting cheated
1: on your first time ever getting cheated in in a relationship. (laughs) It's the exact same thing. It's like after you've been cheated on, you know how shitty that feels. And now you will, you're a much smarter man or woman. And you can take that information moving forward in life. And yes. I think for me, like it's helped me because I got my next job. We all got our next jobs with whatever Position because of that first gig, no matter how fake it was. And fast forward, the TLDR of what happened to this actual company is it went under. We all quit one by one, all of us, or we got fired. Mm-hmm. He lost his clients, his main ones. And then now this agency model doesn't exist anymore. Really weird, eh? Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this yeah. global
1: team just evaporated, evaporated to thin thin air, and all of our or like freaking paychecks and where this money's coming from. It's like we don't we don't know. Nope. So just to wrap <laughs> things up here, if you could talk to this person today, he sat right down in front of you, what would you say or do to him? Actually, no. What would you say?
0: <sighs> Look at my dead, would... dead right in the face. <laughs> oh man, that's a good question. This is the kind of guy who, if I saw him on the street, I think I would pretend like I didn't recognize him or no. Yeah, <laughs> I remember asking <laughs> you this. Um, God, I don't know how to answer this without like doing like massive segues because I don't know if you remember this or not. I'm going to. Sorry. Um, go, go for it. <laughs> when I when I was leaving. Yeah. He, like, forced me into, like, a, I think it was, like, an hour and a half long exit interview. Okay. Where I just, like, let him have it, basically. I told him, I was, I was professional about it (laughs) because I was just so happy to be getting out of there. But it was, like, everything from, like, being sketchy with the, with, with the pay to, like, dude, when we're in a meeting with you, like when I'm talking to you in a meeting, don't be on your phone to like, like this wasn't even like business advice. It was on Facebook or something. It was just like, like, cause I'm you know, I'm not someone yeah. who can tell anyone how to run their business, but I am someone who can be like, if you're in a meeting with someone, you probably shouldn't be browsing your phone while I'm talking. Yeah. You. Yeah. You should, you should probably show up for things on time. You should blah, blah, this and blah, blah, yeah. that. And then at the end of it, he was like, well, do you ever think in a couple of months, you might be like interested in coming back or whatever. That's a power move on his part. And my answer, I literally laughed and was like, absolutely not. I guess for
1: me, what I would say is like, I don't know. Cause the thing with him is like, he's this like master manipulator type of person where he's really good at persuading people I I got to give it to, to him in that front mm-hmm. where it's like, no matter what you tell him, he's so delusional in his brain. It's like it's when in one ear out the other. So it's like, even if I told them like, you treated your employees like absolute shit and you have no idea of the things that you've done to us. I would just tell that, uh, deep down inside, I hope he, like, I don't think he's a bad person. Just very, something happened to him in his childhood. I'd have no idea. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead, man. I, I was just like, I wish him the best. And uh, I hope he knows that he's not gonna be able to pull this away, this freaking trick on anybody else anymore.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, when you put it like that, I think maybe that is the the one thing I would I would like to say to him is like, look, man, you're not cut out to be an entrepreneur. You're not yeah. cut out to be a boss. Yeah. I don't I don't know what he's cut out for. Other, maybe he's just maybe it's just being a really aggressive salesman. Yeah. He, like you said, he, he is re- he, he. sold us on the dream in right. in the moment. He's one of those guys where you can sit down and be like, and you know, like you could go into a meeting with that guy, yeah. any of us in any situation, being like, until it got really bad and we had him figured. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but like if just Joe Schmo, like you'd go in and be a total skeptic and walk out of a meeting being like, you know what? I think that guy was right. Now yeah. you might come to you might give it some more thought over the next five minutes and be like, wait a minute, but. Yeah he is good at that what he is not good at is (laughs) what he's trying to do he is just you know some of us are not (laughs) some of us are meant to do certain things and not cut out to do others and that guy yeah yeah. sorry boss you are not cut out to be a boss
1: and which is why
0: that agency does not exist anymore so he was that's that's the end of that (laughs) yeah exactly he was Frankly, just lucky that he did hire people who were as both as good and as patient as we were yeah. um, to have had it even lasted
1: as long as it did. So uh, thanks, Bud, for uh, coming on the show and sharing your alleged stories and uh, allegories over here. <laughs> Anytime, my pleasure. <laughs> and uh, I, I did want to talk just to have an Easter egg just at the very end about a bunch of the like the weird shit that he did. Like remember, like him listening into our like standing outside our door and we had to like, eventually like move offices eventually. And then our office was across from his office. And then he, he caught us like talking shit about him. Remember? <laughs> <laughs> or like, are, are you catching him in, in our office going
0: like, what the fuck? Where, what, what, what are you doing here? So there was, yeah. So there was, when we were in the, the first closet, cause we yeah. did eventually get moved into a closet with windows, which was really yes. nice of him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um but so, actually, hold on. I got, yeah, I'll, yeah. this is going to be a two-in-one. Unleash so, the Kraken. Yeah, so we're, so, so the one you're talking talking about, like, I went to the washroom or something, right? Yeah. Which is on, like, the far side of the office, like we were saying earlier. And when I came back, like, we had to go, his office was right next to the washroom, so I re- was like, oh, he's not in his office. That's weird. So, you know, I was just walking around, and then I catch him, and he's he's literally, like, around the corner from the door to our office just like standing there with a little lean on like you know how like literally how cartoons lean yeah with, like the hand up to the ear kind yeah. of deal yeah <laughs> doing that and I like come around the corner and I see him and he sees me and he like jerks and it's like oh I was just looking at like uh the art it's really nice and like <laughs> really awkwardly shuffles back to his office I'm just yeah. standing there like what the fuck was that at which point of I did what I always did, which was walk into the office and be like, guys, guess what I just got. <laughs>
1: and, and, and I think we'll leave it on that note of uh, fake gurus in the digital marketing world. It's like, yes, there there is good people. It's just like everything, right? Just not, we can't put like a blanket statement and be like every person that's online is the phony, but you just got to be skeptical, not cynical. And we'll end it on that. Thanks, guys, for tuning in and listening to this exclusive Broke the Habit podcast. I hope you're able to take something away or laugh or just cry in my same misery. As for 2017 going into 2018, it was a tough year for me. And I noticed that I stopped creating. I started getting cynical. And I realized in the world where you look on the Internet and on YouTube and you're like, people aren't who really they are in real life and you know you take everything for a grain of salt and you need to do your due diligence on everybody and just because you like someone you watch their content and you have a parasocial relationship with them does not mean you actually know who they are right that is not reality this is the real world the digital world is a whole nother scheme right and you have to take everything as it is for its face value and not be too diving deep into the internet and watching content will change your life has it changed people's lives with this fake guru world of course you know i'm probably sure that there's a lot of people that spent their money and got a good roi and return on it but there's also the dark side of the internet right and i'll talk about that in the next episode my name is peter make sure you hit that thumbs up button subscribe for the algorithms because you know that's what youtubers do and if you want more keep talking to me shoot me a dm at broke the habit and uh thanks for tuning in guys Cheers.